Today, we have a clash of philosophies. Fast pace, no huddle, versus line up, downhill, ball control. Who will impose their will? There will be no love lost between these two teams and coaches. Let's get it on. War damn eager to the day I die. Now on to the show. Sports Talk Podcast. This is your boy, Tight Tight, and I got the main man with me, Coach. Coach, I'm a little tongue-tied today. What's goes on? Ain't that much. Everything good? Everything good on my end. Coach, Coach, we are literally recording this during the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, and your Cowboys playing. My Dallas Cowboys. Correct. Coach, I don't even watch NFL anymore for games. I watch NFL for points, fantasy points. I don't care who wins the game. I don't care what the end of the score is. All I know is that the corporation, which is the name of my fantasy team, with I'm the GM of the team, and with the coach, Brad Hill, we are currently ranked number one in our division in fantasy points. Well, congratulations, man. I've, I've yet to play fantasy football, but I'm starting to learn a little bit more about it as the season goes on. Coach, we are five and one, currently in first place in our division, and we are playing right now, uh, where we are, we have a, we're currently losing, but I feel pretty good about our odds of winning. We got Sam Bradford playing in the Sunday night football game versus the Carolina Panthers, and then we got Larry Fitzgerald playing on Monday. So we, we gotta make up about 20 points. Uh, I feel good about our chances, but I just wanted to let the team, the people know that that I, I don't, I watch NFL now for fantasy points. Well, good luck to you and your um, cohort right there, my boy, and, and to the uh, the corporation. Yeah, we are the corporation. That's the name of the team. Everything that we built on that team goes through me. I have to sign off, coach. I have to agree to all the trade. We we won this thing two years ago as a. It's a league of 24, te- 24 teams. We got three divisions, eight teams in each division. The top team in each division make the playoffs with the team, the fourth team or the wild card position going to the team with the most points and the most wins. So in that case, then, you the boss. Well, uh, I am the boss of, the, of, the, of this team. The National Boss Day, I am the boss. Gotcha. <laughs> Cole, let's get into, into <laughs> high school football. We did receive a tent message Friday night. Uh, we we were able to upload the, the text message or the, or the image that you sent on Friday night to the Instagram. So for those of you listening to the podcast and would like to get a hint uh, of what coaches, what coach sends on Friday night, go check out the Instagram. But but can you talk a little bit about the football game? Uh, looks like you guys were victorious. Well, first of all, him. I'm going to just say, America, I only send that out if we win. And that is also on the Instagram. We only send that if we win, America. So that just don't come out every Friday night. That's what I did on the Instagram. I say, I say, coaching them must have won because we got the image. But uh, what I like to do is um, I like to send out, um, uh, I take a screenshot of 
well, a picture on the scoreboard after the game, which has the score on it. Sometimes you can see the team name of the two teams. But uh, we had our last region game Friday night. After the way we started, we kind of hit a roll here. Not only, uh, you know, you make you always make goals during the football season, and one of them is playoffs, and you know, then to try to host the first round get playoff game, and we were able to still achieve those two goals. So. We locked up a, a second-place finish in our region, so we'll host a first-round playoff game in two weeks. We've got our last regular season game coming up this Friday night, and uh, the team is really turning around. You know, sometimes you got to go through things. You know, everybody's not all – you're not always up. We've had our share of good seasons, and sometimes you have to face a little adversity. Uh, but um, shout-out to our kids. They've done a good job of – coming to work every morning. I've never felt like the day had given up or gave in to the circumstances that the season was throwing upon us. And Lord knows we've been throwing a lot of stuff this year. But um, it was very fulfilling to get that done on Friday night. Now, let's once you get in the playoffs, it's all you want is a chance, and we got a chance. Yeah, y'all got a chance. But, Coach, um, I, 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 to be honest with you, I know a few folks are interested in hearing about you guys' game and hearing about you guys winning. Uh, what's y'all record again? Five and four right now. Ten five ball game. Four. Yeah, five and four right now. But Ten I think, I, I think most people are interested, Coach, in hearing about uh, them, them roles to die for. How was the pregame meal this weekend? I did not get an opportunity to partake in the pregame meal this past Friday. We had some unforeseen circumstances go down this week. So Friday I had to spend that pregame portion picking up my daughter from school. My wife was in a car accident on Wednesday. So it just so happened that she was picking up her rental around that time. So I had to skirt out of there and, and pick my daughter up. So I did not get to enjoy the pregame meal this week. Well, in all due seriousness, uh, how, how's your wife doing? And She's doing pretty good, man. She 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 back to her old self, back around her raising cane and, 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 and moving everybody out the way. So she the boss. Uh, she, she the boss. She the boss. <laughs> she is the boss. Detroit, uh, Detroit zone, Detroit zone. She the boss. Detroit zone. Yeah, she she back in charge right now. So I don't went back to what I what I doing. And yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I'm back in my old role, but uh, she recovering well, man. Uh, she back moving around. She's gonna try to go to work tomorrow. So things looking up. God is good. Well, yeah, God is good. And and tell her don't rush back to work if she don't have to. Tell her to to do everything she needs to do to fully recover and have a full recovery. But we happy to hear that things are going good with her, and we happy that uh, that everything is, is going fine. Uh, I did want to shout out, uh, Coach, I also put the put the scoreboard up on, on the Free Lunch Podcast um, IG, and I asked um, some of the coaches down in the area to send out their score. To send out the score. Did you see it, Coach? Yeah, I saw it. Man. Well, saw shout it. out to the to the blunt blunt leopards uh, down there, six A number nine in the state, and six A. Uh, they were able to beat the Lafleur Rattlers fifty seven to zero. Uh, we do want to shout out uh, Melvin Jones, Coach Jones, uh, for sending us that information. Uh, there were some other schools that also won. But what I think I'm going to do, Coach, is um, Friday nights I'm going to try to see if I can get some of these scores. And if you could 
to get some of the some of your people also to respond oh, to the yeah. Instagram message. Then we'd be able to get more shout outs uh to some of these other high schools. Well, I want to send a shout out to Coach Jones and uh, uh, good luck to them this coming up weekend. They got a big ball game against Saraland. Uh, both teams look to be in the playoffs. Uh, the winner will host, and it looks like the loser will travel. So that, that's that's those can have big implications. Uh, so good luck to them this weekend. Good luck to you, Coach Jones, and thank you for sending that information in to to the folks at D One Podcast. As we transition to a new segment, uh, I would like to encourage the listeners, uh, if we have any sponsors or anyone interested in sponsoring the high school segment or the intro to the show, uh, you can always email D1 Sports Talk Podcast uh, at gmail.com. That's D1, the number one, D, the number one Sports Talk Podcast at gmail.com. And we definitely allow you to sponsor that segment or any other segment of the show. Uh, we are, we would love for you to to sponsor those segments. Now, as we transition, because we have another segment in the show uh, called Shoutouts and Disappointments. And I will allow you the honors of kicking us off with the disappointment. I'm going to start off Texas and them, man. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something, son. Slept walking to another game this week. Starting to really wonder about old Kevin Summerson, man. Uh, uh, that's that's that that was sad to see. I expected it to be a little bit, a little bit better ball game, even though I didn't see a whole lot of it. Uh, my second one got to go to the Almighty U, fifty-eight to zero, drubbing by Clemson. I just how the mighty have fallen. You know, they always talk about how much talent down there in South Florida. And, you know, I, but I guess the talent either leaving South Beach or else wing, the, the coaching situation not ain't no good. That, that was just that was just an embarrassing loss by uh, by the uh, University of Miami. I even saw a little clip of, a, of one time their quarterback got sacked and Clemson only rushed two guys. <laughs> and they were able to get the sack. Unbelievable. I, I ain't going to necessarily call this a disappointment, and I don't know why, but the pictures that have been floating around with Nick Saban in Alabama and the guys in the locker room with the cigars and just been on me. Now, that sounds like a little hate, Coach, because that, that, that was well, a cigar well, here's my thing. This, Let me hear your disappointment. Let me hear why. This is my thing. This is my thing right here. It's just something about seeing – him in there with them smoking in the locker room. I don't know why. It just, well, you know, back in 2000 when Auburn beat LSU, uh, I was at the game and and uh, Tuberville. We went out on the on the field and we we smoked cigars with Tuberville and the other coaching staff on the field. Did y'all let did y'all was everybody old enough to be smoking? Everybody on the team got a cigar. Okay, I got <laughs> on the field. LSU, it was a cigar game. It was called the Cigar Game. And this was back in 2000. Was it 2000? I think it was 2000. Whenever we played them, it was either 99 or 2000. I was at the game. We all were giving cigars on the field to smoke a cigar. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. 
Like, I ain't gonna harp on no more. It, it, like I said, it ain't no real disappointment. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know. And then it's Tennessee. I guess I just don't understand. Because, how coach, that. you gotta I'm look at the, you gotta look at that coach. They, they going on the bye week this week. They, they, and I actually was going, they actually are part of my shout out. Um, but I'll give my shout out to that now. If you look at what the University of Alabama just conquered in, 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 in the month of October with the victories and the games that they played. That was a very intense October schedule. And for them to play at that high level and then have to come all the way down to a rival game and have to beat a, a rival against a young, talented team who I don't think is coached that well, but they do have talent, um, that's a that's a big victory for that team. Now they get an opportunity to get a bye, enjoy a week off, get the legs back before they play against the powerhouse of the Louisiana State University football program. So coach, you got to you got to say after going through that October schedule with the games that the University of Alabama played, you have to get them credit. It's okay to let 17, 18 year old smoke in the locker room. I got you. I got you. I got you. Go. We smoke. On right. the, we smoke on the football field against the uh, after we beat the Louisiana State University. This is your Auburn Tiger football team with Tommy Tuberville as the head coach, the Riverboat Gambler. I got you. I got you. So, so, right, well, so well, this right coach, and 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 the legal age for smoking coaches is, is eight seventeen in in the state of Alabama. I thought it was nineteen. No, the smoke. No, seventeen, coach. You could. You can, you, sure about that? you can smoke you can smoke in at the age of seventeen, coach. Well, uh, my last disappointment goes out to all drunks in America. Uh Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, that's on a sad. parade. Yeah, that's a twenty five year old woman, drunk driver, ran into the, the, the ran into some people at the parade, thirty four injured, eight critical, four dead. Ridiculous. That's yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's a somber moment. You can't even joke about that because that that's absolutely what is she doing behind the the wheels at uh, that time at of that day. time of the day driving driving the vehicle. I'm with you look, on that. Coach. Little kids, I got a two year old at home. That that's 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 ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm with absolutely you on that. Ridiculous. That's my that's my biggest disappointment from the week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I concur. I concur with you on that. Uh, my disappointments go out to uh, a lot of the ones that you said, Coach, but I want to add from a football angle, I do want to be say I'm disappointed in the performance of the Utah University. Come on, son. First of all, let me tell you something, son. Uh, allowing USC to to dominate them, the number three team in the, in the nation, going over there to – into into Southern California and getting dominated. That was pretty embarrassing, embarrassing for that program. Uh, I would also like to say very disappointing to the Miami fans. Uh, the Miami fans didn't even show up to go to the football game. They did an aerial view of the stadium, and it was pretty much empty. Uh, come on, guys, fans, you have to go out there and you have to show a little support to the football program, regardless of whether they winning or losing. That even goes out to the Auburn fans, who is my next disappointment, uh, that were not able to watch the football game this past weekend. Uh, there were a number of Auburn fans in particular that I know that had this been a winning program, uh, they would have done everything that they could 
to watch Auburn play Arkansas, but since Auburn has not been performing up to standards, uh, they decide that on this particular weekend they wouldn't make themselves available to watch the Auburn football game, and that's and, and that's very disappointing. So I would also like to put the in a, in addition to the Miami fans, I would also like to put the Auburn football fans uh, that, that 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 decided that this game wasn't important enough for them to watch. Uh, I would also like to put CBS um, on the disappointment list for the numerous times that they showed Peyton Manning during the game. Uh, we understood that Peyton Manning was at the Alabama-Tennessee game. One interview was enough for us to know that. Um, but, uh, but, but for some reason, you felt like uh, everybody watching the game wanted to see uh, Peyton Manning's reaction to every single play. CBS, we were not interested in seeing Peyton Manning's every single uh, showing every single second after every single play. Uh, that did not. We was we was tuned in to watch the football game and not watch uh, Peyton Manning. My last disappointment, coach, goes out, uh, and this is very intimate and personal to me. Uh, some of the listeners may not understand or may not get this particular disappointment, Coach, uh, but I do want to make it as plain as I can. Um, so, Coach, if you could kind of be my A-man, Kona, or if you could at least, as I set the scene, allow 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 me to set the scene. Uh, but we all participate in this thing called College Pick'em. And in this College Pick'em, uh, each week, uh, about seven of us, we go out and we make picks uh, for the teams in a confidence level how we think that they're going to win. Uh, Coach, are you familiar with what I'm referring to? Yes, sir. Uh, for this particular week, they had a game on our college pick that I wasn't very familiar with, and I wasn't even sure why uh, they wanted to have this game on the, on the pick but it was Ohio. It was it was Ohio versus Buffalo. Now I have not seen Ohio or have I seen Buffalo play, so I was not very familiar with any of those teams. But the reason why I chose this as a be a disappointment because just like I haven't seen those teams play, uh, I, I I would believe that the other six members of our college pick'em group have not seen them play either. Coach, have you ever seen? Ohio Bobcats or Buffalo play coach this season? Not one snap. So, coach, because of that, uh, what I have done is for all groups on our college pick'em um, that picked the Ohio versus Buffalo game higher than five, higher than five, um, I would like to add you to this disappointment list. That includes Omar Little. Um, I will not reveal who Omar Little is. Uh, I will allow Omar Little or whomever to reveal themselves. That was me. But Omar Little, Buckeye <laughs> Beauty, Not Again, and Energy. <laughs> you all go on the disappointment list wah, wah, wah. <laughs> for picking a team in a game higher than six points that you have never seen play before. <laughs> That would be guilty. <laughs> Omar, whoever Omar, 
Omar Lenta, Buckeye Beauty, Not Again, and Energy. All of y'all are on the disappointment list for the week. Guilty. <laughs> go, go. Let's go. Go, let's go ahead and go into your shout outs for the week, coach. Shout outs. The American Conference got three undefeated teams Temple, Memphis, Houston. Great job. Keep it up. Okay, can I hear everybody say let's go champ one time? Can I hear let's go champ? Can I hear let's go champ? Let's go champ. Germany. Let's go champ. Let's go champ. Georgia Tech for the 2015 kick six. Did you see that play, man? I saw the play happen live, coach. I was cussed out by one of our uh, mutual friends because I concluded that that was not a kick six, but that was a blocked field goal that was returned for a touchdown. That was not a kick six. So could you please stop referring to that play as a kick six and refer to it as what it was, a blocked field goal returned for a touchdown? My bad. I retract my statement. All right. Shout out to Brandon Harris, LSU quarterback, 11 for 20, 286, three touchdowns. Good game for him. Now he gets to take it, and let's see, can he, can he do it against Bama? I think he's going to be the key cog in uh, LSU winning that football game. Uh, Shout-out to two coaches. My last two shout-out go to coaches. Urban Meyer for finally coming to his senses and starting JT Barrett. 12-gauge, a.k.a. 10-speed, has now been reduced to a backup quarterback, and uh, which is where he got. Look, I know that kid did some great things in that championship game. Uh, but the only thing that he was owed is an opportunity to start. I don't think it should have been given to him, and that's the way I feel. I feel like they just gave it to him just because of that. My last shout-out go to USC coach, um, interim coach Clay Helton. This is the third time this man has been interim coach. Uh, he wants to be the head coach at USC, and um, maybe third time Mr. Charm. I, you know, I, I don't know what I'll do if I done been there. Interim coach three times, and they still didn't hire me. Maybe USC ain't the place you need to be if you want to be a head coach. But uh, great job beating up on Utah. Those are my shout-outs. Three shout-outs that I have for the week. Coach, my alma mater, the University of Houston. Okay, can I hear everybody say let's go champ one time? Can I hear let's go champ? Can I hear let's go champ? Let's go champ. Germany, let's go champ. Undefeated, coach. They deserve to be on the shout-out for the week. Coach, I was able to go to University of Houston and get me a master's degree at, uh, at that university. I am an alum of the University of Houston. Go Cougs. They are undefeated, and they looking very good. Shout-out goes to the one and only Vanderbilt. Coach, do you know what happened this week in Vanderbilt history? Oh, my God. No, nah, man, tell me. Coach Vanderbilt got their first uh, victory. The, the coach over there at Vanderbilt got his first SEC victory, Coach, and we need to acknowledge that and we need to shout him out. Congratulations to Vanderbilt for beating Missouri. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Uh, also, shout-out goes to Charlie Strong and what he is attempting to do over there at the University of Texas and that program. Uh he turned it around, Coach, for a program that started off one and three and now to be three and four uh, says a lot about the character of that man and the integrity of that man. 
Uh, I am disappointed that you did not include him nor Vanderbilt in the shout outs. But luckily, I was here. But, but luckily, I was here to, to, to assist you in that effort. So I shout out goes to uh, University of Houston, the Vanderbilt Commodores, and my first name, Charlie, last name, Strong. Hey, girls. How you doing? <laughs> my name is Charlie. Charlie Strong. So shout out. Goes to those three programs. Coach, is there anything else you want to mention as part of the shout outs and disappointment segment? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, let me, let me, let me first, let me, let me, two more real quick little shout, shout outs. Shout out to Mount Union, 100 straight regular season victories. And shout out to the Tuskegee Golden Tigers. Two, 71 on the season, 6 and 0 in the SIAC. Go Tigers. Go Tiger! What this homecoming weekend? I have no clue, man. Well, I know they got homecoming coming up soon, and I know you, 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 you've attended a few of them homecomings, haven't you? Yeah, I've been at a couple of them. I've been caught a couple, caught a couple parades in my, in my time, a couple games. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So shout out, shout out to to those programs as well. Anything else, Coach? That's it, man. Let roll. Let roll into. You know what? Let's get into this whole conversation and the Little League Tip of the Week, Coach. Coach, I do want to say this, Coach, before you get into the Little League Tip of the Week, Coach. Uh, I would like to acknowledge that this is playoff time in, in a lot of the Little League organizations. I wish y'all you all the best. Good luck to all the Little League coaches that all huddle, um, that are scouting, that are putting together these high-powered offenses and these shut down defenses. So shout out to all you guys. Coach, what what do you have for a little league tip of the week this week? America, I would like to discuss something we at D1 Sports Talk like to call crowning. Crowning is when we prematurely label someone or something as being great or above average Way too early. A prima donna. Yeah. America, we are all guilty of this. We crown our kids for being smart. We crown our significant others as our boo. We even crown our cooking skills at times. In athletics, this is a very common theme for parents as well as coaches. At times, we crown kids, I feel like, to build their confidence. Other times, we crown kids for our own selfish intentions. America, what we have to remember is that the young mind of a child is very fragile. We have to monitor what we say in front of our kids and what we allow them to see. You know, because nowadays it ain't so much saying stuff as what we post here on all these different social media sites. It's one thing to build our child's self-esteem and skills, but we must also teach them how to be good teammates, show class, and integrity. And here's just an example of some of the things I'm talking about. Our kids need to know the value of being on a team and working together to achieve a common goal. 
not walk around telling people they're the best player on the team and bossing everybody else around. It's okay to wear your child's name and, you know, my son, number whatever, I'm number whoever mama. That's fine. Show support for your child at the game. However, it ain't okay to sit in the stands and talk about how your child out there doing all the work and ain't nobody else out there doing then, but he may, he or she may practice two days a week. <laughs> it's not okay. It's also not okay as a parent to do things for the team in hopes of gaining extra playing time for your child. Just because you bring extra cookies and jukeboxes to every game don't mean your child going to start every game. You're supposed to do these things out of your own, from the kindness of your heart, not for in, what you're going to get in return. And the last thing I want to say, America, is let your kid be a kid. Make sure that their ambitions and goals are theirs and not one that you are slowly implanting in them. So please, coaches, parents, let's stop saying that our child is the best in the world or in the nation at whatever they do. They seven years old. I mean, how can the eight? How can you? How can you say a nine-year-old? I mean, it's the fastest kid in the nation. Has he ever proven that on the playing field? How can I sit here and say my daughter is the smartest kindergartner in the world? She ain't took a test yet. Come on, America. We have got to do better by our kids. And a lot of times, these same kids and the parents that raise them are very difficult to deal with to their coaches and teachers once they get older. So please, let's, let's watch the crowning of our kids and pay attention to what we are teaching them and, and what they are learning from what we say. I'm done, man. Oh, that was excellent. Co coach, I got to applaud you for that. For that little lead tip of the week, I think it was right on point, especially in this day and age where you have the social media and you have all these different means and accesses to to promote and crown your child. To piggyback off of, of what Coach just said, stop using social media as a as a platform when crowning your child. Stop going on social media and, and proclaiming, as Coach just articulated, your 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 child is the best at this position or that position. He's only six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. He can't be the best running back in the nation. He can't be the best quarterback in the nation at six, seven, eight, nine years old. And then you want to bring God into it. <laughs> He's God gifted. But see, the thing is, it wouldn't be so bad if the child didn't have to hear it. Because things like that go to a child's head. I know because I see them every day. Things like that go to a child's head. Now, if you're just sitting around talking with your boys, all right, y'all sit there and joke and chit-chat. But if your child constantly hear that all the time, you may look at it as, I am building 
the, the I am building this confidence in my child. But also, you are also putting in your child's head that they that they are better than everybody else, and that's it's hard for a child to handle that when they when they're walking around thinking that they're better than everybody else. You start saying words like they God gifted, God made them this way, they blessed and highly favored. He's only six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. My child, my daughter is the best five-year-old typist in America. I'm going to tell her that every day. She's the best five-year-old red crayon colorer in America. Well, like I say, I just, like I say, I just, I don't understand it. And I thank you. I thank you right on, Coach. With with your analogy, and the last thing I want to say when it comes to Little League Tip of the Week, and, and a lot of these parents or these same parents or the coaches of the team, stop playing daddy ball. <laughs> you know your child ain't the quarter ain't the best quarterback option on the team, so don't put him at quarterback. If he's a twelve, if he's an R. Kelly kid, we call him R. Kelly kids, cause you know what the R. Kelly kid is. Enlightenment. Coach R. Kelly kid in the little league, a lot of these little league programs, they have a they have a set rule that the kids have to play certain many plays. In the little league rule that I in the little league I played in, each kid was had to play twelve consecutive plays before you could have kids play both ways or whatever. Excuse me. Since they had to play twelve plays, Coach, we called them R. Kelly kids. <laughs> Go. If, you, <laughs> if you have an R. Kelly kid and you the daddy and you try to play daddy ball, just let him be an R. Kelly kid. Don't don't force him to play the position and you know there's another kid out there that's better. The kid is only seven, eight, nine years old. He can develop into that quarterback and that you want him to be. But until that time comes, don't Take away from another young kid that has the same ability to play the position, uh, because you don't because you want your 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 kid to play quarterback because he's God gifted, but he's and really I, but he's really an R. Kelly kid. I don't mean to stay on this topic. I know we got to move on, but these are also the same kids that do you America? You got to realize everybody ain't privy to being able to, whether it's financially or whether it's through just not having a vehicle, to play rec ball. You know, I, I've, I've had some time on the seventh grade level, and I remember when I had my first meeting with these kids, you know, everybody coming up telling me, oh, coach, I played running back for my team. I played eight teams in the league. I don't need but one back. True. And do you know that year? My two best tailbacks had never played football a day in their life. But you gave them an opportunity, Coach. That's right. They, they deserved it. They deserved it. I agree. Had never played a day in life. And the last thing is these are also kids, the same parents who walk up to you when they ain't getting the reps. Why my son ain't playing? Well, you stand out here at practice every day, then you see him getting mauled over there by the defense. Well, 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 you don't want to tell him the truth. Well, 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 uh, mother, father, he's really an R. Kelly kid. 
you don't want to tell you you so you you want to you you want to tell them that but you know you got to keep it professional as you say coach so you don't really go into that level of detail uh but 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 if but if he's an art don't play daddy ball allow these kids to to develop into who they are get your butt out there and you compete for your spot right right so 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 enough on that coach coach that was an excellent Literally tip of the week about crowning these kids. And I really, Coach, did, did you have a topic? Because I had a, a short topic, um, and it was going to really be centered around uh, the Auburn Tigers. But if you had a better topic, Coach, we definitely can discuss your topic. No, we're good. Come on. Let's go with it. Coach, I sent out a text message the other day to the group trying to understand and realize, uh, do you think the Auburn Tigers – would make a bowl game this year. Auburn Tigers are sitting at four and three, I believe. What is our record? Four and three. I think so. I'm yeah, we are four and three. Uh, we we haven't been playing very well. I actually think we look horrible as a team. But but I guess the the question on the table is with the remaining football games we have left. Do you think the Auburn Tigers will be able to? to win six football games and become bowl eligible. Now, before you speak from the heart, I want you to speak from your head. I'm going to speak from my head. The answer is absolutely to, not. Huh? The answer is absolutely not. Speaking from my head, no. No, absolutely not. I mean, conventional wisdom probably tell you we should beat Idaho. We got Ole Miss at home. We travel to Texas A&M, Georgia at home, Idaho at home, Alabama at home. Now, having oh, say that again. Home, say that you said that too fast. Let the let the audience right. and the listeners hear what you just said, Coach. You ain't got next, to run through it. Next week we got Ole Miss at home. Mm-hmm. We travel to Texas A&M, mm-hmm. Georgia at home, mm-hmm. Idaho at home. That's a W. Alabama at home. Mm-hmm. Now. Having four of those games at home, that has to mean something, I would think. But, yeah, I, absolutely not. I mean, that means, you know, is Georgia playing great right now? No. Uh, Texas A&M playing great right now? No. But that don't mean it's going to be a, a – it's going to mean it's going to be a cakewalk for us because we ain't playing great. I, I Do I feel like we could – if we put it together, we could beat Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Georgia? Yeah, I do. Because those teams are going to do some things or have been doing things this year, which, which, if we can capitalize on it, we can we can pull out a victory. But that's easier said than done. Which game? So you saying yes that we will? No, I'm saying no, we won't. Right. Idaho, we should. Idaho, we should win. I can't sit here and honestly tell you another game we'll win this year. So why did you say absolutely on the tech message? See, 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 this is the reason why I like to have these type of conversations. Because, because what you responded on the tech message when we were, uh, you didn't know we were prepping for the show, but in, but we were, we were kind of prepping for the show. You said absolutely. To, to, so help to me understand. Ma- to, I'm help, about to explain. Help me understand. To, a, to, a, to you, America, to America, and on this show, I have a right to be non biased. When I'm talking with y'all, I can I can I can talk all day with my orange and blue shades on. So you are admitting that when you talking now, you you looking at it from orange and blue orange and blue uh, shades. At, t- at times, not all the time, but at times. 
at times. I am an Auburn fan. I believe in us. You know, when I when I when I'm when I'm talking with y'all, I, I I believe in my team. I'm gonna you know if you know if if it ain't no money on the table, and I'm picking my I'm gonna ride with my team every week because I'm ride or die. But send him send him as just being non-biased. I don't see how we're gonna win more than one of these games. But when that ball kicked off, I ride with orange and blue all the way. That's what I see. See, see, Cole, see this. That was different between me and you. Because because the same way I talk to America, and I talk to the fans or listeners of D One Sports, talking the same way I talk to the boys when we texted and we having our sidebar conversations, and and I try to keep it one hundred. Now I get I get crucified when I when I make this comment on the uh, uh, with the boys, I get crucified. However, when when you say it. Uh, then, 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 it, then, you know, you're not even being truthful. But when you talk to America, you're being truthful. Why, why well, do I, you well, crucify me, Coach? Why on, do you on, crucify on. me, Coach? When you're not even, I being just truthful? say it. Also, I just say it. I can see how we could be Ole Miss, Texas, and them in Georgia. So I'm not exactly me, not being. Explain truthful. to me how we can beat them. Because those teams aren't playing great, just like we are. They ain't great. Those teams aren't just – those teams aren't great. Coach, 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 first off, number one, Texas A&M, we, we, for the past few years, um, we've had a hard time just stopping that high-powered offense that they have. And, I, and, and, and if you actually remember, the Murray kid had his coming out party against Auburn uh, last year. So, I have yet to see us stop anybody on defense, and I and and we've never stopped old uh, Texas A and M on defense. So I just don't see how we just gonna come in there and just stop them, stop them this upcoming uh, in the next few weeks. I don't see it, but 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 for some reason I don't know if that's because I'm using my football logic mentality, or because I just don't know the game. Well, I just, I just don't think. I mean, Texas and them has had our number. Georgia's had our number. Uh, I think we've always played well against Ole Miss. Um, like I said, Idaho, we should win, and Alabama looking like a drubbing right now. But you know, I, I don't, I don't think any of those teams are great by the by the stretch of imagination. I don't think any of those teams are as good as they have been here in the past. Um, so you know, like I said. Or I'm at home. Maybe that'll mean something. I don't know. Uh, sitting here, when you when you sit here and you look at, like, most of these games you look at, you think, man, I mean, you look at our games, even the games where we thought, other than LSU, we've been in every single ball game. We've had an opportunity to win every single ball game. So as bad as we look, we're still right there. Who's to say that we? It's, those games are the same way and we find a way to get through them. We find a way to win them. That's all I'm saying. Do you feel like Gus Malzahn is the is the right coach for the Auburn Tigers? Right now, I do. What would change that? Um, the way we finished off this season, not necessarily from a wins or losses standpoint, just just how we look. And obviously, I, I mean, well, I shouldn't say obviously because you may not feel this way, but I personally would would want to see how we look next year. Is 100% based off of how we 
how we compete over the next few weeks and how we look going into spring ball and, and next fall. How we start probably the first half of the season next year. I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, I, mean, um, I, I you know, you know how I am about patterns. Obviously, our patterns have been forming. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I think I jumped too soon to jump off of something that I had been talking about, and that's, you know, certain positions and stuff like that. You know, first, you know, I shouldn't have been so quick to give Ricardo Lewis a pass after he had one good game. One good game doesn't show a pattern. You know, you know, we dropped a lot of balls. You know, we got a lot of deficiencies at some positions. I'm saying that to say the only way we're going to fix that is by getting some new kids in here. But the way we play, I don't know what the quality of those kids are going to be. So, you know, unless we hit a gym right now, it, it, it may be going down here for good. You know, because if the kids we got on, on, on this team right now can't get it done, we're going to have to find somebody to do it. And if we can't bring in an impact kid to do it, then that's years you still waiting on these kids to develop, and we ain't getting no better. Yeah. If you look at recruiting right now, Gus is doing everything he can to get another dual threat quarterback in here. What, what, why do you say that? What is he doing? Because when you look at recruiting, that's, that's pretty much all the big targets are right now. All of our major targets are dual threat guys, every last one of them. Well, why wasn't, why wasn't he recruiting that in before, before this season? He was. He just didn't get them. We recruited the kid at Louisville that you like, Lamar Jackson. He just chose Louisville. Well, I understand. I understand. Well, Coach, we've been trying to get some 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 guests on the show, and I know we're wrapping up on this particular show. Uh, I know we only got a few more minutes, and we want to get into the uh, picks for the week. Uh, but, Coach, we got we got special guests, Coach. Who we got? Coach, we got the the creator, the inventor. Of the phrase, the the most popular phrase on the on the podcast. Oh no! That everybody had been had been reciting here lately. Go, do you know what that phrase is? And I'm gonna eliminate it. Ain't keep it professional. Don't put your hands on me. Go, go, We got we got a special guest on the show. What's going I on? I used that one the other day. <laughs> so you used it the other day, Coach. Yeah, I used it the other day. Who you use it on, Coach? The football one team. Kids, one of my kids <laughs> at school playing around too much. I said, "Don't put your hands on." <laughs> what's going on with you? What's going on with you, Coach? Not much, man. What should, we, much. what should we call you about on the show, Coach? Should we call you Color? What should we call you? What's your show handle? Oh, just Joey. Just call me Joey. What's going on, Joey? Not much. Going all right. Long time listener, first time talker on the show. <laughs> I didn't know what I'm talking about. Yo, we we have been wanting to get you on. The, you missed the little lead tip of the week, Joe. Uh, you'll have to tune in to actually hit a little lead tip of the week. But we did want to bring you on so that you could share with the people the story behind Don't Put Your Hands on Me and also some of the other stories that, that you've been able to share with me and Coach throughout the past few weeks. Is that okay, Coach? Yeah, because I, I want to hear it myself. Joe, can you, so, can you put was, the background what, behind it? Don't put your hands on me because you being out there with the Little League this season, uh, this was your second year coaching Little League football. Is that correct, Joe? It is my second year coaching the sophomore group, and ages uh, eight and nine years. 
So how what was position? your experience? Yeah, what position did you coach? How was your experience coaching at the little league level? Well, last year I kind of just sat back and tried to fill it out. Last year I was mainly coaching the defensive backs on the defensive side. This year we had a couple of coaches that left and had other obligations to high school and job difficulties. So I decided to step up and uh, try to take the offensive line coaching position. <laughs> so uh, let's just say that was a interesting thing to go through. Well, what happened, Coach? Well, you, you coached the Little League. You coached the offensive line at the 8-9-year-old. Can you talk a little bit about that experience coaching the 8-9-year-old? Because I do believe that that was one period where you were demoted from being the offensive line coach. Well, we had a coaches meeting at our little local mom-and-pop wing spot, and it was just four coaches there. At the time, we knew we was going to bring on this other coach to try to run some offensive plays that he ran with his son back in his son's heyday, which his son is not in South Carolina. He doesn't play football. He just go to college at uh, USC East. Uh, so I think back in the day he said, you know, he went undefeated with these offensive play calls. So they decided to bring him on at this meeting. It was asked who's going to take over the offensive line. So I decided to step up, put my name in the hat, uh, keep it long, short story. Did a bunch of research because I didn't know anything about the offensive line. Talked to a couple of the offensive line friends, coaches that I know around here in the Huntsville, Alabama area. I uh, tried to get some tips. We get out there, I think on about the second day, the coach that didn't come to the meeting decides to show up. And then the head coach tells him to go work with the offensive line. And so I'm just sitting back like, you know, WTL, what's going on? <laughs> Like, can we cuss on this show? Yeah. We can't cuss. Yeah. Uh, well, what the fuck going on? So, <laughs> so that's where it all started from. No. To give you a little tip into the don't put your hands on me. Uh, first of all, if whoever the sound man is, if they can crank up the little gone fishing because we got put out the playoff this week, 34 to 19. So I'll be with Gus Malzahn. Hey, Coach, what's that river down at that park? Is it Ocho Loco or something? Me and, me and, me and Gus going to be on the fishing boat here after what expired Saturday for both our teams. So, 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 you, so, so early in the football season, you was appointed to be the head offensive line coach, but one day during the middle of practice, the, the position was taken from you. Is that accurate? Yeah, that is accurate. Sorry. But somewhere down the line, this coach doesn't have a son on the team or nothing like that. He decides, you know, we ain't going, we ain't doing too well. We owing two starting the season. And about typically, you know, how somebody is with nobody on the team that they just bring out there. You know, he got other things he want to do with his life instead of be out there. So basically he just kind of stopped coming to practice a little bit. So I got my position back. So you got your position back. So, so talk about it. Can you explain? Cause a lot of people have been interested in hearing that don't put your hands on me. Uh, I know the story. You told it to me. But can you tell it to the listeners that have really been interested in hearing how that all expi- how that all went about? Whew, that's about six weeks ago. I try to recall it. Uh, we well, was playing was New punt. Hope. Wasn't it the punt? And then, you know, I'm trying nah, to nah, refresh your it was, uh, They were supposed to punt the ball, but he didn't want to punt the ball. Yeah, it was, it was first quarter. Um, we got the ball. We received um, second game of the season, or third game if you count the Jamaree, but the second full regular season game. Uh, we received the ball. 
Uh, first play of the game, we run up the middle. Uh, second play of the game, we uh, we run it out to the right side with our other running back. Third play, they run my son uh, to the left. He picks up big yardage, but uh, he's new to this uh, steel farming thing. So along the way, he decides to take a little kid face mask and just throw it into the ground when he's still farming them. So we got bagged up, and inside our 10-yard line, I say somewhere around the 5-yard line. And now, taking account, this is the first series. You know, we just got the ball. It's the first quarter. We inside the 10, our own 10-yard line. And everybody's saying punt, and the coach looks over and say he sees something. And we was like, no, no, no not now, nah, not now. Nah, so nah. what's the score at the time of this particular play? Oh, the score zero zero. The game just started. Zero, like game just started. Like they zero, just kicked. That's what I'm saying. It was this is the fourth play of the game. No, this is so the penalty backed us up. We ran another play, so that's that repeated third down. So now it's fourth down. Yeah, because the penalty offset the down. So now we in the fourth down, inside our own ten yard line. The coach says he sees something. He got this. Everybody screaming, punt the ball. Some of the fans. Over on the sideline, holler out, punt the ball. My dad there watching his grandsons play. He hollering out, punt the ball. He's kind of, you know, all into it. And so then the coach runs a play. Play loses yards. He runs my son to the right side. The kid that he thought that going to pick up a block because he said after the fact, this is weeks later, he tells us the reason why he went for it. He said he thought this one kid could make the block then my son could probably pick up the first down or the touchdown. Well, the kid misses the block. He hits my son in the backfield almost. So, basically, it's first down and five. The coach comes to the sideline. I'm kind of hot now. I'm like, man, you got to punt the ball. You know, you got to punt it. What you're doing is the opening series. Parents still kind of yelling at him. So, he comes over to me and telling me, you know, stuff that, hey, what he see out there. So, he goes to try to touch me. I told him, don't put your hands on me. So, well, he, he touches me as in to bring me close, not as a physical, you know, like we about to fight. You know how you come up and you hug a, a guy around his around your shoulders or whatever and try to talk to him in his ear? Just told him, don't be putting your hands on me. That's all I told him. Why, so from there. Why did you, you take know, it to that level? Why did you have to take it to that level? <laughs> why did they have to escalate to don't put your hands on me? It, because I, I think, you know, I'm not saying I, I'm a, I know football, but I think the casual fan that knows football, you don't, at the, the first, you know, the first series of the, of the game, you don't go for it on your own 10 yard line, like inside your own 10. Basically, you're giving up. You know, I, I'm thinking you get, if, if, you know, this was actual high school or whatever, you're giving up at least three points. They're going to kick a field goal. So you're giving up points. I understand this is Little League. But, you know, we ain't a good dominating defense. I mean, nowhere down this, you know, me playing on this team that our defense has been like this stellar defense where we just lock kids down. So, you know, you anything can happen inside the team where they just run a trick play and score a touchdown. These are kids we talking about here. So, you know, they can easily get fooled by the double reverse. So I, it just got heated to the point of bringing the full back full circle. It got heated to the point of me saying, just that's stupid to give up that and, you know, to, to add on to it, New Hope scores on the first play. They get the ball handed today. Number two, big guy, big little kid, power back. He runs off, off tackle and 
touchdown right there. So as soon as we lost the down, they scored. So that's six points on the board automatically. And that just, oh, that, that was hard to take, man, at the beginning of the game. Make them dry the field. Make them dry the field. Coach, anything you want to add to that, Coach? All I got to say, brother, I see where you're coming from. Is try to keep your composure in the future and, and stay with it, man. Keep pushing your sons. Try not to crown them until they're ready to be crowned. We talked about crowning today in the little league, little league uh, coaches tip of the week this week. Was it about that snake, that black snake? Yeah, along that line. Along yeah. those lines. We didn't, we didn't, we, we just kept it, we kept it general and just told people to Yeah, along those Yeah, so, so, uh, Joe, I'm glad you made it on the show, man. Hopefully you can get back home. Yeah, uh, we're going to try to you got, you, got time, you got time to join in on the pitch this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can get in on the pitch. So. Let's get in on them then. Coach, you are. Uh, I wrote this down, Coach. Coach, you are twenty-eight and eleven this season. I am twenty-eight and nine. So, uh, not only am I being you in college pick'em, but I'm also being you in the picks for the week. I just wanted to make certain that we acknowledge that. Last week, Coach, you took. We both took Utah. We lost. We both took Bama. That's a win. You took the Auburn Tigers. I took Arkansas, Coach. That's a win for me. We both took Texas A&M. That's a loss. We both took Bandy. Congratulations goes out to Bandy. And go, guess what, Coach? We both took FSU. We both lost. So last week, Coach, you went. Last week, Coach, you went two for two for six, Coach. That's horrible, Coach. Hey, pretty bad. Coach, hey, last uh, week, Vandy won. Yeah, Vandy won. Oh, wow. Last week, Coach, I went three three for six. Let's get into the picks for the week. Joe, you going to participate? Yeah, I'm going to participate, man. Are we doing the spread? I'm going straight up. We just do straight up, Coach. You listen to the show. You know how we call it. Uh, we I got... ain't calling. I'm just saying I can might add my little spread in there, but I know it's early, though. The spread will be changing as the week go on. Yeah, it's early. We got Ole Miss versus Auburn. Coach, who you got? Ole Miss. Joe, who you got? I'm going with the the the, the Auburn Tigers. The, the, the Auburn Tigers. This ain't gonna get on the boat just yet. I'm gonna stay on dock. I got Ole Miss, Joe. That's you talking like a fan. You ain't using your football <laughs> your football logic mentality. <laughs> we got Bandy versus University of Houston. This is a hard one for me, considering I am an alum of the University. I don't of know why Houston. Who you got, Coach? Houston, I don't know why they're hard for you. Who you got, Joe? Right now, they got Houston favored by 13. I'm going with the Houston Cougars. Cougs, go Cougs. I'm going with Houston. Sorry, Vandy. You got USC East versus Texas A&M. Who you got? USC East versus Texas A&M. Who you got? Sumlin. Who you got? Sumlin, big. Big. Got him big. About three, four touchdowns. Sumlin got to gotta make a difference, man. Something going on down there. He lost two straight. So. Yeah, something ain't right with Sumlin. I, they, they, Sumlin was on the disappointment this week. Uh, we got okay. Tennessee versus UK. Who you got? 
Balls. Who you got? I'm going with Dobbs. Dobbs like to pull it out this last week. I'm going with Dobbs, the Balls. I'm going UK. It's going to be an upset. I'm going to go with Stoop. They playing at home. They're a much better team at home. Tennessee coming off a devastating loss. Give me UK. All right, game of the week. You got Florida versus UGA. Who you got, Coach? Gator Bay. <laughs> Who you got, though? And it's the cocktail bone, what they call it. It's the, it's the cocktail, right? Ain't that what it's called, the cocktail That's bone? It, the, big, the biggest yeah. cocktail party, the biggest cocktail party. Yeah, the biggest cocktail party. Whew, this is a tough one. Right now they got Florida favored by three. I'm going to go with Florida because my boy Nick Chubb's out and Georgia's just on the down spiral. So I'm going with Florida. Give me the Gators. That's the CBS 230 game. You playing at UGA. Did UGA play this week? I, yeah. I don't know that. I think they did. I don't think UGA played this week. No, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, boy, tight. You know they, they played in Jacksonville. I think UGA may be the home team, but you know they played the game in Jacksonville. That is true. That is true. Give me Florida. So that concludes the picks of the week. Uh, Coach, you want to lead the people with anything? Hey, I challenge you. Get on Avocare, get you a 24-day challenge, and see how your body turn out. Yeah. We make make champions. Yeah, y'all very known on the CBS with Gary Gary Davis and your your boy Vern. Uh, Joe, you're a special guest. You anything you would that you would like to lead the people with? Can you can you promote D One Podcast for the boys? I'll promote the D One Podcast. I try to be a, a frequent visitor on the show. Uh, that my football season is over with. I am coaching uh, little league basketball. This will be my second year coaching that. So hopefully it won't be as bad as it was with the football. Me and the head coach already seem to be getting along. We got the same philosophy, uh, the way we drafted our kids. So this year be a much better uh, system and a lot less time out there on the court. Yeah. Hey, Coach, I do want to try some of that advocate, though. I've been hearing you talk about it. I don't want this spark, though. I don't need nothing to keep me geeked up. But I need they got like a little meal thing, a little meal substance. Oh, man, they're delicious. Okay. They're delicious. Get on the site, sign up as a buyer, and get what you want. Joe. I'm gonna put it on they IG got, tonight. They got rolls you could die for. <laughs> you got got shout out, do you? Shout out to Ball Victory Grill. <laughs> you got a Ball Victory Grill somewhere near you. Go, go, shout that out. Shout out to Burger Five, hooking the coaches up with with, with burgers. Uh, their wins tonight. Uh, shout out to Burger Five, Ball Victory Grill. Uh, hey, hey, and Joe. Next week, Joe, we want you on on the show in time. As we discussed the little lead tip of the week, uh, you didn't get an opportunity to hear this little lead tip of the week, but I'm pretty sure that when you do hear it, uh, you will enjoy it because it was very entertaining and very interesting. Uh, what I do want to leave the people with is this is D1 Sports Talk podcast. We are a sports podcast uh, where we touch on high school football. Little league tip of the week. We give our shout outs and disappointments for D1 football. Uh, if there's, if you have a team that you support, get on the IG. Let us know if you won or lost. We definitely will shout you out this week. Joe, we did shout out Coach Jones this week. 
for the spectacular 57 0 victory uh, that the Blue Rappers performed over the LaFleur Rattlers. So I do want to shout out Coach Jones once again uh for what they were able to accomplish. And I actually think Coach Jones is a member of an organization called the Green Coat Boys. So maybe we can get Coach Jones on the show to talk about the Green Coat Boys and what they are down there doing. But this is D1 Sports Talk. We are D1 Sports Talk Podcast. Follow us on IG, D1 Sports Talk Podcast. Follow us on, on our blog spot, D1 Sports Talk dot blogs podcast dot blogspot dot com or hit us up on the gmail d1 sports talk podcast at gmail dot com i am t- tight uh we do have a special guest joe with us and then that's that is coach <laughs> hey we out of here peace Train rolls in.